Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. You can likely believe that police were a bit uh, red-faced in making the announcement Thursday afternoon that the man who walked into a credit union in Jacksonville, Florida, got away with an undetermined amount of cash, was still on the loose. Yes, they have an accurate description of the suspect, along with surveillance video, and investigators have also compiled the events as they happened, but still, no arrests. Police say the man entered the credit union around 3.30 p.m., announced the robbery, demanded cash, and stated he has a gun. He was soon out the front door with an armload of money. It's surprising that the description of the man doesn't also include giant clanking brass ones because dude robbed a branch of the city and police federal credit union in Jacksonville and, yes, much of their clientele, uniformed law enforcement officers. <laughs> is he still on the loose? I believe he is. There yes. you go. <laughs> I don't know about you, Cliff, but you ever wake up on a Monday morning and... yeah. Feel like during the night somebody's removed your eyeballs, used them for a game of pool, and then stuffed them back, back in here. I'm yes. telling you, every which way I look, it hurts. That's right. And my ears this morning are the corner pockets because over the weekend, someone has messed with all of these buttons and knobs, and now I can't hear out my headphones for squat. I can't hear anything either. And then when I readjust it, it's wrong. It's like blasting in my yes. ears. This is just my luck right here, Cliff. What's that? A French fighter jet. Accidentally ejected its civilian passenger on takeoff. <laughs> now, fortunately, the guy that got thrown out yeah. wasn't seriously injured. Okay, good. But I bet That's never good. again, Cliff, will this man ask, "What does this button here uh, do?" Yeah. Boom. Uh huh. Wow. Can you imagine that? It's, no, I can't. No, I mean, I can think of what it would be like to, to have to do it on purpose, but to just be sitting there and have it happen. <laughs> you know. When you have to do it, yeah, you know and expect it. That's right. But just to you, be, you brace for it. Yes. Yeah. But just sitting there on takeoff and like, boom, oops. <laughs> well, Cliff, the list is out. Yeah. Not really surprising. It's the list of America's fattest cities, and it's dominated yeah. by Louisiana, <laughs> Alabama, and Mississippi. No wonder. Yeah. The South hasn't risen again, Cliff. They can't get up out of their chair. Yeah, well, they're stuck. <laughs> we, we can't go anywhere. This story of a criminal stopped in his tracks, courtesy of the Morning Roadshow Department of 1990s Rap Songs. Police in England say 40-year-old Ian Friskney is a lifelong criminal with more than 160 offenses on his rap sheet, and he apparently wasn't about to stop anytime soon. Authorities in the community of Grimsby say Friskney had just gotten out of jail after a four-year stint and found the first weapon he could get his hands on and went to the local jewelry store to see what else he could get his hands on. Police say he used an axe to smash the glass out of a display case, then grabbed up two handfuls of jewelry and tried to make a quick exit out the front door. The owner of the store, though, was going to have none of that, apparently yelling, Stop! Hammer time! Then, grabbing a hammer from underneath the counter, chasing down the bad guy and whacking him firmly in the back with a large ball-peen hammer. That move caused said bad guy to tumble and fall, sending jewelry and the axe flying everywhere. 
Police say the shop owner then pinned the criminal to the sidewalk by sitting on him until officers arrived. And reports add one bystander apparently expressed his disdain for criminal behavior by kicking the bad guy when he was down. <laughs> hammer time! <laughs> I don't know if I would uh, take a hammer to an axe fight myself, Cliff. That's a... Well, he hit the guy in the back. It doesn't matter. He's got an axe. He could stop before I hit him. Well, that's true. Wow, and I don't see how you can... Uh, you know, I'm scared to death of getting a speeding ticket. Yeah. And this guy's got 160 arrests. I know. How are, how are you not in jail all the time? I don't know. I mean, there has to be a magic number here. Yeah. 161, they put you away and say, like, you know... Apparently, in, in England, there are none of those habitual criminal laws that we have here. Well, if there was, he could get a trophy for that's it, I'm right. sure of that. <laughs> And not just a participation ribbon. <laughs> no, no. He gets the real McCoy. Mm-hmm. There's a study out this morning, Cliff, that says Yum. cats mm-hmm. recognize their own names Yum. but ignore you when you call them. How much of our government tax dollar did we waste on this study? No kidding. <laughs> because I know I've known that for years. Cats don't care about your behind. No. They just pay attention to you. When they want When to. they want something from you. And I know what you're thinking. Right. I know what you're thinking what's this morning, the, what, and the answer that? is yes. What is it? Your teenager mm-hmm. is part cat. That's exactly <laughs> right. I didn't realize, Cliff, that boxed wine could yeah. get any less classy, but here you go. <laughs> oh, yes. We've taken it down a notch. We've taken it down a notch. Okay. Frenzy has just debuted the mini yeah. boxed wine. Okay. And they're basically like an adult juice box <laughs> with a straw. Oh, wait, I've seen those. Yes. I have seen those. Yes. I haven't yeah. seen them myself yeah. at the stores, but I really haven't been looking. Yeah. But each one of these little adult juice boxes is 500 milliliters, which is approximately three glasses. Okay. Now, a normal bottle of wine... I had to look this up, wink, wink, is 750 (laughs) milliliters. Okay. Okay. So this is the perfect if you want more than a glass or two, but aren't quite ready to, you know, for the judgment that comes when you drink your wine straight out of a bottle. That's That's what these are for. (laughs) And you've seen these things, huh? Yeah. So I'm at the store the other day. Did you happen to catch the price of one of those? I did not catch the price. (sighs) Darn. So I didn't know you were going to talk about it. Well, I didn't either until I saw it this morning. It popped up, and I went, well, that's pretty classless. Yeah. It's bad enough you're drinking out of a giant box of wine, <laughs> which there's nothing wrong with. No. <laughs> but when you got the little... It's like it's like jab a straw in it and suck it down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's kind of... It's like the adult juice for uh, <laughs> you yeah. and I, Cliff. Exactly. By the way, I need to tell you a story about squirrels later. Squirrels? Yes. Ooh, my nemesis. I love it. <laughs> Sometimes, Cliff, you just yeah. got to ask yourself, you should have enough money. You don't need to try to gather some more. And I'm talking about <laughs> the wife of the uh, jailed drug kingpin, El Chapo. Oh, yeah. She's come out now with a yeah. fashion line of clothing okay. inspired by her husband. <laughs> now, the clothes won't be released yeah. for like, you know, 30 years with good behavior or something like that. Well, it'll be like orange jumpsuits. <laughs> she should have somewhere yeah. hidden away somewhere. That no one knows about, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, a bunch money of, to live on. I wouldn't think so yeah. without having a fashion line. Well, Clifton, you have something about a squirrel? Yes. Is it just me? Or are squirrels a lot bolder now than they used to be? I mean, it used to be. I remember when I was a kid. You couldn't get within like 20 yards of a squirrel. That's true. Unless you were in a car, 
mean, that's the one thing that hasn't changed. They still haven't learned to look both ways before they cross the street. But if you were walking and they saw you, they would be, especially if you had a dog with you, they would be like, oh, crap. And they were up a tree and, and long safe gone. and yeah. long gone. Yesterday, I'm walking my dog. And you know my dog doesn't really go any, anywhere very fast. <laughs> and so we come around the corner and there's like a squirrel. And we get to like within five feet of the squirrel. And he finally looks up from his business and goes, really? You're going to make me climb a tree so you can go by? All right. And he goes up this tree and it's like a short tree. And he's like three feet up in the air. And he's right there. It's like three feet from us. And he looks at us like, just go on. <laughs> Did he? And, and I'm like, I guess we'll just keep walking. And about that time, he's like, okay, I'll have to get down and go even higher. So you'll just go away. And he goes, he like skips to the grass, which of course does get my dog excited. Like I could chase that. No, I can't. <laughs> and so the dog or the squirrel gets to like this light, light pole. And he's up like five feet up the light pole. And he's looking at us like, oh, you're that dog. We've talked about you in the union meetings. You won't chase us. <laughs> you know, those union meetings, local nut gatherers 102. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah, I got thrown out of that union oh, one time. <laughs> yeah. You got thrown out of the uh, nut gatherers oh, union? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah. How come? I, well. <laughs> Couldn't pay the dues? Yes, you don't. Uh, how yes. do you pay your dues at the nut gatherers you, union? You don't, you, you don't want to go there. <laughs> well, I think we, no. we need to know now. <laughs> no, no, it's a, it's a harsh union. Let's just I'm say sure that. I'm sure it is. <laughs> I bet it is, too. Cliff, I know it's a... Uh, Long, long shot. We talked about it Friday. What's that? Was there any possibility that you ran into your old uh, math teacher over the weekend <laughs> at the palace while uh, you were dining? Actually, I uh, did not go to the palace oh. this weekend. However, there has been, on Saturday, a chance meeting. Seriously? I'm totally serious. You didn't call him up or nothing? No, I didn't call him up. I just happened to walk into the uh, lawnmower place. You know, I think it's uh, Princeton Power Equipment. Out there by the vet's office. Oh, yes. Yeah. I know where you're talking. Because I need a part for my lawnmower because I messed my lawnmower up. So, so I walk in there, and there's Mr. McDaniel standing there. And I didn't want to just be like forward and go, you know, can you do this for me? Or did you hear? Da-da-da-da. I just said, hey, how's it going? And it was nice to see you. And then he left the store, and, and I'm ordering the part for my lawnmower. And he comes back in, and he hands me a slip of paper. And it's folded up. And so I open the piece of paper, and on it is pr- is printed in his own handwriting, an algebra story problem to beat all algebra story problems. And we're going to use it? That's going to be what we're going to do this week to give away tickets to the Grand Ole Opry and Country Music Hall of Fame. Oh, this will this will put us in good standing with all the oh, listeners, won't goodness. it, Cliff? Yes. So, now, yeah, and, and he was kind enough to uh, also put the answer on the question. So I don't have to work the problem. <laughs> and I know, given on the nature of the question, I know the answer is correct. How's that? And all of this is true. You the, just no, happen to run into true. it. No, this is absolutely true. The slip of paper's in my office. Oh, this is going to be beautiful <laughs> on Wednesday. I can't wait. We, this story shows the state of the mental health care system in this country and also shows that there are superheroes among us. John Tucker is a homeless man living in Manhattan, and while there are lots of people living in New York City just like him, there is really no one like John Tucker. Because, you see, police know about the altar man's ego, 
and in fact they call him the urinator. For over four years now, Tucker has been terrorizing the Upper West Side by peeing on everything and everyone he can find. He's been repeatedly arrested, turned over for mental health analysis, but also repeatedly released hours later when the doctors can't find anything wrong with him. Some residents of the three-block stretch of streets where he's known to frequent are now carrying umbrellas to use as a shield if the man comes by. Homeless agencies are admitting he's been an extremely hard case to get to accept their services, perhaps because they need to get him a superhero costume complete with a yellow cape. <laughs> or someone just needs to tell him, Mr. You're in trouble now. Oh, no. <laughs> I like the way you snuck that in on us, Cliff. You did the uh, little mental health thing and yep. homeless people. Yep. And mm -hmm. I'm sitting here wanting a feel-good story. Right. <sighs> then some guy pees on an SUV. Yes. <laughs> Cliff. Yeah. You started this mess. You can clean this up. <laughs> Referring back to, to your... the um, story following the 8 o'clock news. Yes. About the man that police call the urinator. Yes. <laughs> and that yeah. brought in this phone call. Morning, Weedon, Cliff. Nick from Montwell checking in. Cliff, I can't resist myself. Would the front of his superhero costume have B on it? I hope you mean, Nick. A-P, as in the letter P. I think that's where he was going. Because <laughs> otherwise, well, that's just a stain. And if you can't control your superpowers, <laughs> oh my. then you're really not a superhero at all. <laughs> well, you failed to clean that up. <laughs> well, that was bad. I didn't have a very exciting weekend, Cliff. Okay. But I wasn't beating geese over the head with a fishing pole either, <laughs> wait, like wait, one wait, of our wait. friends on text message. <laughs> someone, said. someone, someone texted it in and said that that's what they were doing. That's what they did over this the weekend. weekend. Yes, they beat beating geese over the head with a fishing pole. Yes, because they were um, nesting yeah. near their apartment and was chasing everybody, and so okay. this guy whipped out the pole yeah. and started smacking the geese in the head to drive <laughs> them away. I didn't do that. Okay. So, you know, if I'm well, not... I mean, that's pretty exciting, actually. Well, if I'm not beating a geese in the head with a pole... Yeah. I've got a good weekend going. <laughs> and Cliff... Yeah? Have you ever got to the point to where you're a little disappointed with the uh, United States? Yeah, frequently. <laughs> well, I'm just saying... Yeah. Second place is not good enough for this country. Okay. And the story is, basically, Canadians, as we all know... Yeah. ...are known for their politeness... But is that just an act? Okay. Because a new study has found mm -hmm. they are also the biggest liars in the world. <laughs> they tested I have no a, idea. They tested a bunch of teenagers about math. Okay. And uh, they gave them math concepts and yeah. asked them if they'd ever heard of this math concept. Mm -hmm. Of course, numerous of the concepts were just made up. Yeah. And by far, the Canadian teenagers said they had heard of those concepts. The ones that were just made up. Yes. And the United States on this cliff yeah. came in a measly second place <laughs> as far as lying is concerned. Now, I'm doing my part as an American citizen, Cliff, to bring us back to number one. You just keep listening to the Morning Road Show. On the list of liars, we want to be number one. We want to be at the top of your list yeah. right here. Well, Cliff, one of the uh, drawbacks, and it's just one of, you know, maybe a couple of drawbacks. Of what? Of always lying. Is <laughs> I can think of a couple of them, and, and this is probably the yeah. top one, yeah. that when you actually speak the truth, yeah. people don't believe you anymore. And, and that's what's happened this morning. 
Oh. There have been numerous text messages in laughing, yeah. saying, you guys really aren't going to use a math problem to give away the Opry <laughs> tickets on Friday. I we can assure you. We certainly are. Yes, we are. Yes. Now, this math question mm-hmm. isn't just your standard math question. No. This is one of those... This is an algebra story problem. Yes. Featuring yes. our very own Cliff Ingram, yes. who is in the story, I'm, which is yes. awesome. I, I am, in, in fact, in the story. Written by my high school algebra teacher. I think that's beautiful. That's amazing. And he's in it, too. Yes. So both you and your high school algebra teacher are in the story problem, and your teacher is the one that came up with this. Yes, he did. I am excited about this, Cliff. I have looked over that story problem probably five or six times already, and I've come to the same conclusion I've always came when it comes to story problems in math. (laughs) What's that? This is really stupid. (laughs) And that's what you're going to have to do to win the tickets. Can you Google the answer and get that, Cliff? Um, You think you could? I mean, if you know the equation to solve the problem, yes. That's going to be the the hard part, yeah. Poor diet, it's out officially now, Mm -hmm. is leading to more early deaths in this country than smoking is leading to early deaths. Schools are now... Poor diet. Yes. Okay. Schools are now starting to crack down on those cool kids who skip class, hang out in the parking lot, and eat a bucket of fried chicken. (laughs) My, how times have changed, Cliff, over the last several years. More than 2,000 pounds of sausage products have been recalled because the sausage may contain metal. (laughs) So there's metal in the sausage. Yes. Okay. So... You know you've got a problem, Cliff, when you take your sausage out of the refrigerator yeah. and the magnets on your refrigerator fly across the room <laughs> and stick to your sausage. I will say one thing, though. What's that? As much as it would be painful to have metal in your sausage. Yes. The phrase sausage metal, it's a good name for a rock band. Oh, that would be a good one. Yeah. Either, well, you could say it either way, metal sausage or sausage metal. I like metal sausage. Metal sausage. Yes. It'd be like a rock and roll polka band or something oh please welcome to the stage (laughs) metal sausage oh yes well that was awful nice cliff two in a row by dan and shay in case you were paying attention because i wasn't how did that happen well i messed up there 922 on the morning road show you know what it's okay i don't know Well, you, I mean, what? A lot of people hate it when you play two in a row by the same person. You know, I've thought about doing a Friday two in a row, but if you don't like the artist, then, then you hate him twice. Then you hate him twice as much by the time you get done. And then you go somewhere else right. and, you know, they learn to hate over there. So I don't know. But that was my mistake. Now, what's not a mistake, Yes. and there will be no mess-ups on it, Cliff. Yeah. Of course, I'm talking about the glorious Take It to the Bank. <laughs> and today... You know, we've we talked about this... In a different form earlier, because we were talking about lying. Remember? Yes. And how, how much trouble you have telling the truth? Yes. So maybe that's why you make all of this fanfare up about this segment of this program. It's because it's the one time in four hours that you're actually telling the truth. That could be one way to look at it. <laughs> all you... of the hype about a trophy and all of the hype about award-winning and all of this and that and the other thing, all just to help you feel better because it's the one time that you tell the truth. You know, you and my psychiatrist are thinking alike there, Cliff. But today's Take It to the Bank is going to feature Kid Rock, of all people. Kid Rock? Yes. Kid Rock and being stubborn. 
Okay. How's that? And all of that, when it comes out, yeah. you can take to the bank. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Ooh. Now, all of us. Yes. All of us know the Kid Rock song, All Summer Long. Yes. You've heard it ad nauseum. But did you know that Kid Rock <laughs> refused to put that song, All Summer yeah. Long, on iTunes? Really? He would not do it. I mean, it's on a, like a CD or any one of a number of places, but not iTunes. Yes. The online service. Yes. Okay. But a karaoke version was available on iTunes. And that version yeah. sold so many copies that it wound up higher on the Billboard charts than the original actually did. <laughs> the karaoke version, which of course is the instrumental version that people sing to in a bar. Yes. <laughs> That version ended up 19th on the Billboard charts, yeah. and the real song, 23rd. <laughs> so the Kid Rock song without Kid Rock singing scored higher on the chart. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's kind of being stubborn. True. I don't want to release it, Yum. so a karaoke version Yum. beats me in my own game. <laughs> and all of that... I wonder why he did that. I don't know. I don't know why you would do that. But there have been other artists that said well, they I mean, didn't there want were, their music on. There were, there were people, um, I mean, you couldn't find, like, the Eagles on Spotify for years. Yes. Taylor Swift pulled all of her music off of Spotify or, and a number of other places for a good while. Put it back on as a protest or whatever about, you know, how much they get paid or how much the up and... They always talk about, it's not for me. It's for the... Up-and-coming musicians who need that money. Yes. So they say. That's what they say. Yeah. But all of that, yeah. you can take directly to the bank. <laughs> Might have to sing karaoke when you're there, but you can take it to the bank. <laughs> well, I don't know about that part. <laughs> when I first read this, Cliff, yeah. I thought it was a joke. Okay. But it is not. What is Charmin it? is selling yeah. a comically large roll of toilet paper <laughs> called Forever Rolls. This thing is huge. <laughs> They come in two different sizes. Okay. A single-user version that has 850 sheets. Yeah. And then the multi-user version that has 1,700 sheets of toilet paper so on it. So what are the actual uh, dimensions of this roll of toilet paper? I don't know the dimensions. I do know that a regular roll is like 77 sheets. Yeah. And you're going to get 17. Hundred sheets. It comes with its own little <laughs> kickstand for you to park it's it on. It's got a kickstand. Yes, it's got its own dispenser. You can purchase it. You can yeah. buy the starter kit, which yeah. gets you a roll and the little kickstand uh, yeah. dispenser for about thirty bucks. Yeah. And you're supposed to get yeah a month out of this um, roll of toilet paper. Well, I'm like, who would buy that? Like a family? I'm a guessing. I don't, I don't know. know. Somebody who ate at Taco Bell. Well. <laughs> Didn't have to go that route, but... <laughs> well, I mean, it's, a, it's it's possible. I think it would be embarrassing to buy, because I'm not so sure, yeah. Cliff. Mm -hmm. As big as that roll looks on the internet, yeah. I'm not sure I'm stout enough to actually get it to spin. Oh, I may have to call a, a friend over. <laughs> That's one time you don't want to phone a friend. Yes. Is to help you unroll the toilet to roll To roll my roll... <laughs> And I'm not sure, so sure I've got a friend that that's that really close wants to, me. to Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Here I sit, and I can't roll my roll, Cliff. <laughs> Cliff, anything said today? Indeed. I uh, had, in fact, the phrases of the day marked, and then you said moments ago, 
A comically large roll of toilet paper. <laughs> it's like something you'd so, see at Bugs Bunny's house. <laughs> or the Roadrunner. Or the, the Coyote Road Guide, but it would have been the Acme Toilet Paper Company. That would probably explode, wouldn't That's it? That's right. Yes. Yeah. Number three. Beating geese over the head with a fishing pole. Number two. Metal sausage. <laughs> and the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. You got thrown out of the Nut Gatherers Union. Yes. <laughs> How'd you pay those dues again? I'm not going there. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.